Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to be talking about how to ensure that your son has a terrible sex life. Everybody's goal. Just kidding, but I thought it was a kind of uh, attention-grabbing headline, which could play on your heartstrings enough to make you want to listen to it. So um, anyway, please do subscribe. The subscriber episode from yesterday was about uh, why women actually want you to care what they look like, like even though they say that they don't, but some of them say they do, but you know, you can't fucking understand women, so you might as well give it a listen. Okay, um, moving on. Oh, and everybody should follow me on TikTok, by the way, because I don't know, people seem to like video. Basically everything I don't like, people like. So I hate podcasts, people love podcasts. I don't like video, people love video. So, you know, like just kind of, just do every like and just do everything that I don't like to do. Um, <laughs> I love to read posts. Fucking nobody reads posts. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's funny, you know. But anyway, so how can you ensure that your son has a terrible sex life? I don't know. Make sure he sees a completely sexless marriage because me- sexless marriages are basically genetically transmitted. I mean, they're obviously not, and I'm being uh, hyperbolic, but they might as well be because if you see a sexless marriage growing up you basically going to be in a sexless marriage. I have seen this so many times among my clients. So men in particular, so why do I say your son and not your daughter? Okay, I mean, unless you've been living in a hole, I mean, you got up to like 300 something out of my podcast now. So you should know, men predicate a lot of their self-esteem on whether they're getting laid. Your sweet little boy who likes nothing more than to play soccer and play video games is going to be the same way, most likely. Um, he will be real rare for him not to be. But of course, nowadays, you know, there's all these ranges on the spectrum of asexuality. So maybe you'll have a little asexual, in which case proceed with your sexless marriage. But in the the uh, large, you know, percent likelihood that he is a sexual entity, um, you want to show him some sort of template of what it looks like when a male is uh, pursued by a female, because this is literally what men want the most out of their entire life, and that is genetically and evolutionarily programmed because men are supposed to spread their seed. If I was a biblical person, I'm sure there's a Bible quote about that, but I'm not. So you could insert one if you'd like. But anyway, men are supposed to like fucking, oh, it's uh, in Hebrew, it's pru or vu, be fruitful and multiply. So yeah, that's what they want to do. So um, women want to do that too, but not the same way because they can't have 100 babies, whereas a man can. Uh, you know, biologically, not that he should. You don't need that many grandchildren. That would be expensive. So the point being here, your son is never going to think of himself as a man who could have sex if his father's not a man who's having sex. This does not mean that your father, his father needs to take him into the room and show him, um, here's how you insert your penis. No, I'm not talking about anything ridiculous. Uh, Kids can pick up on vibes just like anybody can. 
<clears throat> fucking dogs pick up on when you're sad, right? So isn't your kid going to pick up on that your marriage is loveless? Of course, you could tell yourself different and it's not true. Because if you reflect, if you are in a sexless marriage or a low sex marriage or a marriage in which sex is fraught and a matter of contention, then it is extremely likely that you saw the same thing and didn't you see the same thing? Don't you know what was going on, even though you weren't in their bedroom? Yeah, of course, because every time the dad tried to reach out a hand to mom, she rebuffed him. Or nobody reached out any hands at all, and they basically didn't touch unless one of them had to put out the other one that just, you know, was lit on fire, and possibly not even then. So there's so many people that never see their parents kiss and canoodle and cuddle and then they are the ones that think this is normal and this is expected so these are the boys that very much want a close and sexual relationship as again 99% of men will but that wasn't a real statistic maybe it's 97 I don't give a shit um but they can't get one because they have no idea that that is a possible and b they have no template for how to do it don't like underestimate the importance of parenting on shaping your templates for relationships I talk about this all the time to the point that by now this should just be a key aspect of your worldview parenting shapes children parenting then shapes the children that grow into adults those adults are shaped by what they saw growing up you know and if you are a boy and you have never seen your father be basically uh romantically successful how the fuck do you know how to do that you don't you literally don't and as I said in a previous podcast you're not even really getting those templates on um popular media anymore like there's no 16 year old boy that's googling happily married men no one no one they're googling like you know uh, MFF threesome, you know, they're not Googling happily married man. There's a lot of cute little TikToks and stuff, as I've talked about in my intimacy porn one, where you could see like a husband, you know, go going over and kissing his wife, but they're not researching that shit. And it's not on the popular media. It's not on the TV anymore. The storylines of the parents are barely there anymore because our society's become increasingly child centered and increasingly sex phobic. So while, as I discussed in the TV one, you know, Angela Chase's parents on my so-called life were having sex. It's not like that on Never Have I Ever Now, the other show. So you should go back and listen to that one because I think it's pretty interesting. It, it, it's reflective of the entire sociological change in how we perceive sex. So there's really no template for a teenage boy or a younger boy that is going to grow into a teenager and then an adult about how to think about yourself as a man who deserves a willing and responsive and enthusiastic romantic partner if the guy does not see it, in, if the young man, the boy does not see that in his family of origin. So this is the primary reason reason that you as a mother or you as a father should be working on your relationship it's not just you in the game once you're a parent the number one thing that makes boys anxious around women is because they've not seen their father be successful with women you know for all of how bad it is to have a dad that was a cheating philandering piece of shit and I see many of them um you know uh boys especially and some girls you know grown up so they are therefore men and women who had real piece of shit narcissistic parents right so that's why they end up in therapy but I'll tell you <laughs> you know like the the guy who always saw his dad successfully flirt with women that weren't his mother although that guy was a raging scumbag that boy does not usually have as many problems with women 
He has trouble with trusting women. He has trouble with being nice to women, but he doesn't have trouble getting women. And I'll tell you another sobering truth, like depression is going to come for the boy who thinks he can't get women more than it comes to the boy who uses women for sex. Now, listen, you don't want your son to be either of those people, right? Uh, you, You really don't, but you... Let's be real. We're all kind of selfish about our kids. You less likely want the child that's struggling with debilitating depression, right? I mean, I would. So, um, and 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 tremendous asphyxiating social anxiety vis-a-vis approaching the opposite sex. Boys are um, like you know the whole incel community, right? Incel involuntarily celibate. Um, that's the the. That's their little abbreviation for it. Um, These are the the guys who do what that one did, Elliot Rogers, I believe. He killed a girl who uh, rejected him, his offer to go to the prom. They have internet communities, right? So when that happened, I'm like looking through them because, of course, I'm interested in all things people. Um, Thankfully, because this is my job. It would be a stupid job if I wasn't. And you got to see those. You know, the rhetoric is super interesting. Like, they really think of themselves, these teenage boys who post on these forums, they really think of themselves as... um, victims and uh, just kind of the the men that women don't want. And uh, therefore, they're almost, um, they're extremely angry. They don't really view women as people. They view their lives as just an unfair joke because they cannot get women. You, if you, if you're not familiar with this kind of talk, especially if you're a woman and you're not, because men are like, oh, yeah, I could see that, you know, but like uh, women are like, what, you know, you got to like read some of this. Like that's who you don't want your son to become. I don't care how handsome he is. He may feel like that at some point if he does not have confidence to approach women and he will not have confidence to approach women if he does not see a father who is confidently able to approach a woman. And the only woman, if y'all are married, that his father's allowed to approach if he's not being a douchebag is you, is the woman. So I don't, I'm, you know, I always uh, vacillate. I never know who I'm talking to here. It's probably primarily dudes for a podcast uh, of this sort, but who the fuck knows? Uh, it's a lot of women too. So the point is, uh, it's extremely, extremely hard for your son to develop healthy self-esteem, which involves thinking of himself as a person who can approach women and who likely will be responded to well and who can have a loving and close, including close physically, relationship with a woman if he never sees this so it's it's really a sobering thought you know because you may not have a lot of impact on your kids uh in in many different ways a lot of shit is genetically mediated like if your kid if you have adhd it's kind of likely your kid's gonna have adhd nothing you could really do about that you could certainly set up a good situation for them with a lot of organization and uh, goal setting and help them you know with their calendar but if they have adhd from their genes that's just what they have this, though, this is not genetically mediated. This is environment. So, you know, if, if, a, if a man has a self-image of somebody who cannot approach women successfully because he has never actually seen that happen in his home then, you know, like he's probably going to go one of two ways. Either he's going to be very, very socially anxious and close early on almost the first woman who gives him any attention, irrespective of whether she is very affectionate or very warm or not, because he's so uh, happy and relieved that some woman has given him the time of day because he never thought it would happen. 
or, and this is equally bad, he can go down a rabbit hole of like how to manipulate and game women because he feels so um, lost and has no fucking idea what to do. And then he really does turn into a douchebag. So, you know, these are two paths that I see frequently in my practice. Um, If you are... If you are somebody who very much wants your son to be happy as an adult, you kind of need to give him the template of what a loving relationship looks like because that is a key factor in men's self-esteem and their ability to confidently navigate the world. Do they know that a woman can love them? You know, like, do they feel lovable? Is their male role model lovable? Is somebody that they, so you could say, well, you know, this is different because like, he's like me, you know, as a woman, he's like me, he's like mommy. He has like a lot of my traits. And so like, I don't really think he's modeling himself on his father at all. Man, you, I got a bridge to sell you if you really think that. Like males model themselves on males. Like I've never, literally never ever had a man who in a session when I said who is your role model not everybody says my dad but like no men say my mom they just don't put her in that bucket they say I'm really admire my mom she's great like I look up to my mom but they don't say like my mom is my role model because that's not their template for how to view the world their template for how to view the world is to pick a male as their role model some people have no role model but women can say do say my mom and sometimes women say my dad but I not heard men say my mom They say she was great, she was a single mom, she works her ass off, whatever, you know, various things that they could say for respecting her, but in terms of an actual role model, that's usually another male. So they are looking at their father and they're assessing whether their father seems to be successful and happy, and that's not how much money he makes. That is whether he is approved of and accepted and loved at home, because your son's not super materialistic. I mean, he may be, depending on the climate of your home, but I mean, he... it, it's this is this is far deeper. The desire to connect with a woman is a far deeper uh, motivator for men than money. Thankfully, I mean that's good, relational rather than just materialistic. And so it, his father can make all the money in the world, but if a kid, if if a boy does not see that man be successful with women, that is going to run very very deep and affect his core self image and make him running scared. He's going to be running scared throughout his adolescence and young adulthood um, to ensure that somehow he does not end up in the same situation and fear leads to stupid decisions leads to either um, closing too quickly on the first woman who smiles at you or trying to turn into a player and neither is a wonderful outcome so hopefully this gave you something to think about because um There's no amount that you can love your kids that teach them about successful adult intimate relationships. You are teaching them deeply to trust. Yeah, they'll trust people. Like if you love your kids enough, then you're teaching them that people can love. But, you know, and that they should not fear other people. But you are not giving them any sort of automatic default for how relationships work. So then it also begs the question, some people will say, well, I'm a single parent and I don't feel like dating. So uh, what do I do? Well, I mean, in that case, at least you're not giving them a bad role model, you know? 
Like, it's, it's easier to have nothing than to have something bad. Bad burrows itself into your consciousness. So in that point, you would say, you know, like, uh, I don't feel like dating. But, you know, I, I hope that you can learn about relationships from, let's say, Aunt Susie and Uncle Jeff or whatever. And, um, you know, and, and make your own way in the world. Obviously, like, I feel that you're very lovable and wonderful, but I am your mom. So, you know, it's super important for you to learn about that sort of thing. And unfortunately, I can't show you a direct template for it. I have confidence. You're smart and you'll figure it out. But that is like, so then the kid kind of knows, okay, I'm going kind of blind into the world, you know, in this regard. But at least, so, so here's, here's what's interesting too, because like that, that's open. That's open and honest. And honestly, even if you said absolutely nothing and you're just a single parent, they know. They're like, oh, I have no template for, like, they don't say template, but you know what I mean? Like, they'll say, men will say to me in session, you know, yeah, I really didn't know anything about relationships because I didn't see any, you know, so well, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of cobbling shit together right now. Like when men's father die, you know, then they'll say, well, I didn't have a role model for a dad because my father passed away when I was a boy, but, um, you know, I've always known that. And so it's been important to me to figure out my own path as a father. All right, this is like even honest and even handed kind of honest uh, reflection. What people don't do when they're in uh, sexless marriages is say things like, well, Bobby, do you see how I kind of shudder in revulsion when daddy tries to touch me? That's because I have deep-seated fear of sex. That was passed to me from my mother. Also, your father had some instances of infidelity during our dating. I've never really forgiven him for those, but I really don't like to talk about feelings, so we don't go to couples counseling. So never do anything we do, Bobby. Best of luck to you. No, what they say is, Hey, Daddy and I love each other. We're a happy family. Yeah, bullshit. So now Bobby, poor Bobby, right? I'm getting upset even though he's a fiction. He's like, oh, this is what happily married people do. They kind of look at each other with, um, you know, sorrow and anger and never touch. And dad looks lonely as shit. And maybe that's why he drinks so much. And mom's angry all the time. I guess that's pretty normal, you know? And so then when I meet a girl in like my sophomore year of college, who's kind of angry seeming, doesn't really like to touch, but you know, every few weeks they'll let me fuck her. I'm going to think I hit the jackpot, man, because I just met my next wife. That is what rings all those bells in my head for familiarity because I was never told not to. I was never told not to. Now, what this doesn't mean is that you should say, Bobby, your father's a piece of shit, you know, and that is the only reason why our marriage isn't working out. Now, you be sure never to be like him. No, don't do that. That's horrible and bad and emotionally abusive. So if you're going to stay with Bobby's daddy, what you got to do is work on the marriage so that Bobby could see a mutually respectful, loving marriage. Or if you really can't and you got to look at that man with contempt always, then you got to leave him, right? So that Bobby doesn't think this is a happy marriage. So, I mean, that's really the upshot. If you cannot give your kids a healthy template for a marriage, you got to deeply consider whether you should stay in it. Because if they are seeing something where they are learning that, um, particularly for men, again, who really from everything I see cannot be happy unless they are in a loving relationship with a woman or, and in, or at least a, uh, a, a liking relationship with a woman, uh, uh, ha- having an having a romantic relationship with a woman. Very, very few adult males are happy in the absence of a romantic relationship. Many more females are because of differences in hormones. 
But anyway, so there's way so like how men get married quicker after divorce, they get married quicker after widowhood. Um, they just get married quicker. They it's very key to them to be in a romantic relationship. There's evolutionary reasons, as I discussed. So the the point is, unless you're willing to be a healthy template or at least put in some effort toward it, you can't really say that you're doing everything that you can to have a happy family and to you know solidify either either genders of children's later uh, happiness within relationships, but particularly the males who statistically are going to put more weight into how they are perceived and accepted sexually by women. Okay, hope that you got something out of this, guys, and I'll talk to you all soon.